You're listening to the Aligned Way podcast show with me, Kelly Vikings, founder of the Divine Feminine Women in Business, Divine Alignment and Divine Business Code, and best-selling author of Secrets of the Divine Business Code. Join me as I share how you can live life, love life from your soul and grow your business guided from your heart. The Aligned Way is a weekly podcast show for you, other women, female entrepreneurs from all over the world, wanting to love life, grow your successful business, creating more personal power, success and unlimited abundance. You can achieve all of this and more and I'm here to show you how. Let's get started. So hello listeners, you are in for an absolute treat, a journey with the delightful Ebony Alchemy, who is, by the way, somebody who comes with great gifts. I just absolutely adore her energy and I've had the pleasure of meeting her actually. And you know what they say, you really only know somebody when you really connect with them. And sometimes you can find that there's a surprise, but with Ebony, it was just delightful. She was like even better than what she says on the tin. And this is impressive. Like she's a modern mystic. She's a misfit turned maven. She's an award winning master coach. She's an author. She's a speaker. But to me, she's an amazing human being. And I'm very inspired by her. So we're lucky to have her in our ears this morning or today wherever you are in the world so hello ebony what a beautiful intro and it's funny isn't it for me you spend a certain amount of time in your life adding to that list right of of accolades or status or like Mm -hmm. succinct ways of explaining your energy and ultimately underneath all of that there's just a signature vibration a frequency that when we connect with that and when we're able I'm willing to allow people to feel that they connect with us immediately. And like you said, when we hung out in person, it was just, there were no surprises. More, the only surprise was how easy it was to reconnect with that ancient knowing we had for one another. And I think this is delightful to be able to touch the lives of everyone that's here listening today in such a beautiful way, because when you step into truth and when you connect with that beautiful vibration of trust. It's incredibly powerful for for both men and women. And as women, we've, you know, this this last decade, I suppose, has been a huge surge of rediscovering, redefining, renewing, rebirthing, and, and for men, connecting with divine feminine, ancient wisdom. You know, there's great pride when you meet somebody who has such a beautiful synergy with your own energy and there's no hit like you know you sometimes meet people don't you and there's like this hidden thing like there's there's this I want to be a millionaire I want to be an influencer I want to be a and for for you it's I just want to change one life and another life and another life and and it's about transformation at its beautiful expression and I love that I really love that so let's let's share your story because I've had the pleasure of hearing this and it's so incredibly inspiring just just share a little bit about you Ebs. I really know where to start so one of the things about me I will share 
is that I am one of the most open and most generous people with my with my heart, with my knowledge, with my whatever, you know, completely open. And yet when people ask me to talk about myself, everything closes down. I'm like, I don't know what to share. <laughs> and so in terms of story, like I feel like that is the wave of my story. I have gone through opening and building and creating and sharing, reaching a point of begetting to connect in with myself and over-giving, over-delivering, and then having tower moments where it all explodes and I'm left with me and the question is like, and is that enough? And so if I kind of bring that into practical terms, my first business, you know, I've been self-employed since I was 14. I've always worked for myself. I've always known I'm kind of unemployable. It's the neurodiversity, right? Like I, I do things differently. I see things differently. I don't always understand. And, I, and, and the way that I come across with my wanting to iterate and make things better um, can feel to those on the receiving end if they're not used to it they can get really territorial and so stepping into my own business first in the film industry for many many years I've worked in the art department and learned a lot and, and went, went my way through that and, and really experienced over delivering and not having great boundaries and, and being feeling like the my worth was connected to how much I gave and how much I showed up and how much money I was making and how much status I had and what title was and all of those things. And so the first kind of implosion was in 2009. And my whole book, Mystic Maven from Ah to Ah, is about that journey. So if you want to know the details of that one, that one happened then. And, and I went from very successful, quite young, making lots of money, good career, all of that to completely burned out and um in a lot of debt and from that place started my girl friday which was one of the first virtual assistant personal assistant businesses in the world and at a time when people were like so you're gonna work for me but you're not gonna come into my office no i don't know how that's gonna work and so there was a lot of kind of ahead of my time and a lot of innovation a lot of seeing things differently and built that business from like i said from a huge amount of debt from kind of living out in my car and on people's sofas and to a place where within three years I had 17 freelancers working for me or working all over the world and my the patterns of my past were repeating themselves and I was overgiving people clients only wanted me they didn't want anyone else I was going for the most difficult clients you could possibly have because I felt this sense of accomplishment when they wanted me and when they needed me mm-hmm. and reached a place of a breakdown really and and for me the difference between burnout and breakdown is when you are burnt out you are over giving and you're not listening to your body and not listening to what's going on and you you hit a wall when you have a breakdown it's because your insides and your outsides don't match so you know who you are on the inside but you're not showing up like that there's a lack of congruence between the inside and the outside and eventually something has to break and so that happened for me and I Uh, had an experience where I essentially just I had to stop and I moved to Bali and I had four months in Bali but within six weeks 
there I'd already created my whole life I had six entrepreneurs that I was working for like all by accident right because we just keep repeating these patterns until we change until we change the, the frequency that we're on so I had six entrepreneurs I was working for helping them make lots of money helping them have ease and all the things that I wanted in my life and I realized that if I wanted different I had to do different I had to be different and so I made a commitment that I would learn to figure out who I was and learn to love it or change until I did and that since 2012 that has been my mission and so we I now say know yourself trust yourself be yourself but really and and empowerment embodiment and full self-expression because there's a journey that goes with that and that came from that and everything since then has really been about can I show up completely as myself in a way that makes me happy proud satisfied and content and and I built that business and I had a business called Misfit for Life Misfit Enterprise and guess from 2012 to last year so 2021 that business grew and, and did very well and qualified other coaches in my valley filter method and had a great community and won awards and accolades and, and all sorts of things and at that point I needed more space again for myself and I tried to do something different which was to bring uh three other people who were friends and had also been through all my containers into my business and without going into huge detail because the detail is actually unnecessary it imploded and I ended up in another tower moment of like when will you put yourself first when and and I really had to didn't have to I chose to look at what is the shadow under this and the shadow piece was it's not okay like I will be anything except selfish. Selfish, Selfishness is abhorrent. And so what I was attracting was selfish person after selfish person into my world, all as incredible teachers of how to be a bit more selfish. And actually in my work, I call it self-full. I know it's a tenant of of what I teach. And yet there was still this piece there for me. So the last year really has been about diving even deeper into what does it mean to be selfful and what does it mean to be successful in business and professionally whilst keeping those right ratios, allowing myself to be in my masculine and to enjoy success and status and all of those pieces that I do really love without overgiving and whilst staying true to my naive tender vulnerable girly feminine soft heart as well and the last thing I'll say on that is that I had such an incredible experience this morning where over the weekend I met I saw this guy on my Facebook I'm not going to say who it is and I didn't know him and I added him as a friend and he added me and we said he said hello in messenger and I was like, do you want to meet out for a cuppa? And he said, yes. And I never do that. And he never does that. And we met this morning for a virtual cup of tea and both wore the same color top and had the same background going on. And it was very, <laughs> very strange. And we had this really beautiful moment where, like for an hour, he held space for me. I had space for him. And 
it was so powerful and it reminded me that the universe has always got our back and it was like beautiful mm, you know when you just follow your intuition you follow the signs like you said about about us meeting up and all of those things where you just go makes no sense don't know why but instead of getting into the story you just yeah. allow yourself to follow and it's just such a beautiful confirmation for both of us like you're on track you're in the right place keep going so I just thought like that and actually I was I I was joyfully looking at your other because I know that you have the two websites and I really love I celebrate you in your art because I actually I'm gonna I, I keep meaning to get one of your highest self journals but I must do it actually um but but what what actually stood out to me was the hopeful messengers which were six feathers side by side mm-hmm. and when you read um when you read like the the little description um just giving you that insight sometimes you need these little reminders like you know the the, the beautiful owl's feather that falls on the floor or the buzzard's feather that just drops in front of you to just say it's okay. Like the angels are with you. You're on the right path. The universe has your back. But for me, it was a real moment of strength and knowing. And I really love the words that it really, it, it, it shines out hope, light, peace. I love that word right now, especially, you know, whilst the, the mother earth is, in turmoil it's like peace and calm and for me all of those signify that serenity that we're all searching for that inner calm that zen-like state which isn't going to be forever but it does you you can seek that in those moments of connection um and I just love that and and you saying that reminder that the universe has your back just reminded me of that beautiful piece of art have you got any art that is the universe reminds you it has it has your back? So every single I, I love that you picked that one out. And I love that you picked that one out, particularly because I know about your relationship with feathers. And actually, I've just yeah. made a talisman of a feather I picked up on the beach, uh, on your beach when we walked on the beach together. Oh. Um, and another feather that I was gifted in another part of England on that trip. So I've got two feathers um, two different birds and I wound them together with leather and, and they're very very beautiful and I do things but those all of that art so everything so my main website is ebonyalcom the art is ebonyalcom.com and you can, um, there are however many pieces there are they're all limited to 25 prints so they're yeah. all limited edition they all get signed and actually I make each one personal for the person who buys it by changing something little on the piece so it's all individual and every single one of them is supposed to be exactly that. Something for your office, for your altar, to remind you, to give you that visual nod and connection back to yourself, to your own, whatever it is that you're working on. Um, and those feathers, so the other thing about that art is I um, I create it all over my bleed. Um, I have like three days a month where I just let go of everything else and I allow art to come through me. And it's only, um, I have no idea what's going to come out when it does. And that one was a few months ago. And the message, and I share my work in progress on my Instagram Instagram stories as I'm doing it. And different people respond. And they tell, like, people always tell me, oh, my God, it reminds me of this. Or I just, and they give me their little messages. And so that one 
everyone who saw it was like, oh, it's one of my parents communicating with me or this a message of hope from this one or that one. And, and so they write themselves those descriptions. They draw themselves. <laughs> I am just a, a receptacle or a vessel for it. So, yeah, so there's something for everyone on there. Once a month, I, I might make one piece. I might make three or four. Sometimes nothing comes. And it's the similarly with the higher self journals. Um, they are all there's a collection that's ever growing and people see themselves or or something that they're working with and the energy that they're working with right now it's a way of over a quarter so they were all made for 12 weeks completely undated you can work with that energy of that cover or or that version of your higher self in that given moment Mm. there's so much power in that that is for me how I like to work and I like to live my life is just in flow with what comes through but what I love about what you've said is you actually reserve that time Mm. you know and and sometimes it comes and sometimes it it doesn't and that's okay and you use the energy that comes through so again you're channeling but also you've got your third eye open well (laughs) you've got everything is 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 open to receiving and that just filters through because the depth of your work it's never just about you it's about everyone in that equation beautiful so magic I've had so many magic things I've got a friend who is a shaman uh, shaman, um, Karen Harris and she once there was a weekend and I was drawing and and I was drawing trying to draw the thing that I wanted to draw and this other image wouldn't leave me alone and I just kept getting this seahorse and it wouldn't leave me alone I'm like okay okay so I put everything else down and started drawing this seahorse and then I put it up again in my Instagram stories I'm like who's this for because it's clearly for somebody and she was like oh it's me wow whole journey with a seahorse and this whole thing and so then it you know went up on the site and 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 people can a couple of other people afford it as well and it's it is so beautiful to be able to have a business that encompasses my whole range now. Um, and rather than, it's so interesting for years as a business owner, and you must have had this, people always tell you to niche. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'm a manifesting generator. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And if I look at it now, I have the tiniest niche, right? Like it's very, very clear who my work is for and then the people that I'm in conversation with but the range of offerings is very diverse and I can go all the way into my feminine on that side. I can drop in and really be in my pajamas drawing, you know, in my own space with a whole ritual with scents and candles. And I do all of that. It's so ritualized and ceremonialized. And then at the other end, I've got very, very structured offers and programs and containers and you know all of that. And it feels so good to be in a place where I feel confident in making my business 100% fine. And people often look at me and they think, but but haven't you always been like that? I'm like, no, none of us actually know what we're doing. And it takes time to figure out your strategy, your signature essence, your message, all of those things, and to find the right amount of masculine and feminine energies and when you want to do what in your business Mm. Mm. and this is this is the alignment isn't it this is so when I when I work with a business owner I go into the business soul yeah and if 
quite often it, it's like when was your business formed and where was it formed from because the soul of the universe <laughs> because I love that because I've always I'm laughing because I have always made the uh, incorporation date of my business is my birthday always and so my business is a is a zero degrees of leo in the same way as i am and, and it's uh, fascinating to me that you should say that because it has this creative fiery soul yeah. and it's taken me a long time to separate myself from it yes yeah and, and the alignment piece is is unfolding and dependent on where you are when your business is formed and when it was created and also where you are in life that because you are the heartbeat of your business so the soul doesn't exist without thee and what will be is be and it's so imbued I don't think everyone realizes the the potency behind the actual soul of their business um or sometimes I don't think they really even consider that, but it's a huge part of of evolution and the business, the soul itself, it has its own path of evolution. Mm-hmm. So as we align ourselves and as we become, as you beautifully said, through self-actualization, mm-hmm. knowing yourself, trusting yourself, being yourself, when you reach that almost pinnacle point in life, and of course, the tower may fall and and rebuild and rebirth and, and the cycle goes forth. But ultimately, your soul of your business, if born through a place of real love and, and space and honoring and, and just acceptance, then that's the, the resonance. That's the frequency of your business. And so you get back what you signal and what you channel and what you tune in with. It comes back to you. And, you know, I have heard it said, and I have probably said it, that the greatest personal development you will ever go on is owning your own business. And there's something so true about that, where people constantly want to set up their business and then and then what right like are, are you planning on and and by all means plan on selling it and pass it on or whatever, there, there's no right or wrong way to do this, but it is a journey. and aligning to the purpose of the business the values of the business the mission of the business when you start to think about it like that rather than as a cerebral exercise right like I must write a mission statement I'm what are the company values which is very heady if you actually drop into what is the essence of this business you get a totally different answer yeah you do and so the alignment piece is so important, but dropping the haves and the musts and the, the to-dos, you call it a to-da, don't you? To-da list, I love that. To-da list is when you've done it. to-do yeah. list is all the things you probably think you need to do, right? They're in the future. to-da is, I did this, I did this. <laughs> Everyone wants a to-da list. <laughs> get to write them and then if you're anything like me you're like I did nothing today and so the to-da list is born from a place of oh really you did nothing tell me what you did and then I write a massive list I'm like oh yeah I did lots of things I just didn't do any of the things I thought I was gonna do today (laughs) so tell me about mist like your mysticism like how you incorporate through the your craft it went so many different ways um so I think part of it is really tapping into the essence and the values and the soul of the, the person, the business, the whatever is going on, right? 
if I, I guess, taking it back a step, I believe that we are souls having a physical and emotional experience. And we have to have, in order to have that, we are, you know, we're having human experience and the parts of being human are the physical body and the emotion piece, right? We need them. And so what if the business or what if the whole experience is actually the point, not not the outcome, not the destination, not any of that, but the learning, the lessons, the engaging with the being in the moment of it. And so the mysticism for me is the way into that. It's the tools that I use. I see the human design, the astrology, the numerology, all of these different frameworks, whether it's Jungian analytical personality typing, you know, any of these different things that I use, I see them as part of my apothecary. So rather than having I mean, I still have mugwort and blue lotus and and lots and lots of things that I use in that way. But I also have these tools, these frameworks and and guides that we can use as a way into understanding the essence of who you are. And those tools give us your soul mission, your destiny, your gifts, your, your earth, your sun, like all of these pieces that allow us to get to know you better mm-hmm. and rather than putting you in a box rather than late you know lots of people are like i don't want labels i'm like uh-huh it's not about giving you a label that you have to wear it's about understanding the essence the original ingredients so i the alchemy that i do is when we distill and process and fortify the, the essence of who you really are that's where we get that that magic that elixir Right. And when we are able to find the truth of who you are, the essence of who you are and fortify it and distill it and all of that, then you get to be more you in the world. And the more you you are, the more things that are meant for you, you will attract. Often there are people who are like, oh, I'm so lonely and I haven't got my people in the world and I don't know how to find them. But they're wearing camouflage. And if we're wearing camouflage, then the people that we want to find us can't find us. And so this process of self-actualizing, coming home to our truth, to who we really are and who we are. It, it, often people are like, oh, you must go back. Right. And we look at inner child stuff and we look back at, at the essence of who you are before the world shaped you. But also that journey is part of who you are. And so it's not about going back to who you were as a child. There may be parts that we get to reclaim. But it's actually about who you're becoming. Who do you choose to be? Thanks for listening to the Aligned Way podcast show. If you're a conscious leader or new earth business leader, be sure to head over and join my brand new Facebook community, New Earth Business. You're going to receive all the latest business insights, great opportunities to showcase you and your business. You're going to get to hear about my New Earth Business Academy which is up and coming very soon. And also you're going to receive access and notification of all the gorgeous events and new blogs that could hit your inbox. Before you finish today's show, please could you subscribe, rate and review my podcast show, The Aligned Way, and enjoy the rest of the show. I love that. The becoming part for me is is powerful and it's ever-changing. And I love how you know when when you described that for all of our listeners that are listening in now there's there's I don't think there's anybody actually that wouldn't feel that same resonance at some point within their path to know and to to trust and to step into our truth 
we can take that for granted or we think we're there but are we when we remove the mask what's underneath when we look in the mirror what do we see when we judge others what are we judging them from when we step in the shadows why are we staying there I mean fuck you know there's a big world to to enjoy and it's it's just about the journey of becoming which is something that you're so passionate about. You know, the, the, the new wish podcast that I've got, this Sacrosanct Life, this new programme I'm creating this year that will have a different name by the time it's next year. You know, all of that is really about this concept of being sacrosanct, of something being um, so important that it's that it's non-negotiable, you know, that it's holy, that it's sacred. Like, what are the, the valuable, important things? And when I speak to people in these conversations, they essentially say everything. And so there's two parts of that, right? Like when everything is valuable and important, sacred, and like, how do you prioritize if it all is? And the other part of that, like, is it it is, it's all sacred. And so rather than trying to get rid of the the bad emotions, the, the sad, the angry, the shameful, the dark, rather than going, oh, I mustn't be in the shadow, I must always be love and light. What if it really, truly was all sacrosanct? And that piece of acceptance, that ability to enjoy whatever is coming our way, to still find joy when things are stressful or difficult or not working out how you want them, is the most important thing. And for me, it's also self-actualization. When you can be in a state of coherence and equanimity, whilst the world around you is in turmoil or chaos, then you have arrived like that is the destination so what's in your future what is your vision you know what for a little while now I've been saying I don't know I don't I don't know for the first time in my life I am planless or visionless and over the last couple of days it's shifted and there's and I knew it would you know there's a season and a cycle for everything Hmm. but really this season of my life is about uh depth and breadth you know I've got there's nowhere I want to go there's not a destination anymore what I want is richer more fertile um more intimate more intense and also more spacious like just to be exactly where I am Mm -hmm. for the quality of that to improve and and to mature and to just I'm really okay with everything that I have and there's no striving or proving or more (laughs) needed in that way everything that I want more of is more depth more richness more value more acknowledgement more recognition but but in a really unstrivy way yeah yeah I really see that I see that for you as well and I think there's that acceptance of where you are and and just knowing again is that that comes down to the moment of truth and trust you know and it's it, taken a lot for me to trust in being rather than doing and it's a yeah. real energetic shift to mm. to drop into I trust myself to be rather than I trust myself to do yeah listeners there's one right there golden nugget <laughs> it's true it's, it's it's so true we are human beings not human doings after all and it's 
again, we, we can spend many years, we can be in our 40s, 50s until we realise that the truth is in that, you know. Mm. And that's not to negate doing. Mm. But there's a real nuance in am I creating for the sake of creating am I looking busy so that no one you know so that no one can tell me off for being lazy or for whatever it is and for me the and the kind of people that I work with the discomfort is in being and resting and receiving and allowing like what if you've actually learned everything you need to learn what if you already have all everything you already need? What if there is no more broken to fix? What if everything that you are pursuing and digging up to look at is actually sabotage or denial or refusal or a procrastination from allowing yourself to be mm. and allowing yourself to, to become or create the vessel to receive? Because ultimately what I see in so many of my clients is them pushing away or being a block to the receiving that they desire, mm. making it difficult for people to give them love or money or time or attention or recognition or any of those things. And I also totally see where I have done that for myself in the past as well. And so this resting back, this shifting into a position of receiving and allowing space for the world to show up for me mm. it's it's almost like presence that that moment of just just being is your power presence is your power and again it's a lesson that if anybody listening now is thinking do you know what i feel like that i I, or I want to be in that, that that's where I want to be. That's like my ultimate goal is to feel that enough, the dark parts of me, the light parts of me, the fun parts of me, the serious parts of me, all parts of me are enough. And yeah, if, if you're listening to this now and, and there's an element of either wanting or or knowing, then this is where the work that you do is fundamental to just helping shift, helping create even more momentum or realisation, I suppose. When we use the word realise, there there's a duality to that, right? Like you cannot realise as in realise it, like make it real until you cognitively realise that it's even a thing, right? And so this realisation, bringing it into the real is an actual thing that you get to do. And realizing your worth is such a huge part of what I do because you can create another 10 funnels and 18 different products and write your copy in a million different ways. But if you don't fundamentally know yourself, trust yourself, and you're not being yourself, whatever you pull forward is never going to quite feel right or like enough. And you're always going to feel like a, like a slight mismatch to it. A disconnect. Yeah. And with with alignment and and integrating that into our daily lives and our business and maybe even our spiritual path, yeah. it is about disconnect and being aware. You know, it is about knowing what doesn't feel right and taking what I would say is inspired and aligned action. So 
you know, it's about learning to observe. And then where do you go from there? You know, because if you don't change anything, nothing's ever going to change. But equally, it does take an element of bravery and strength. And sometimes we need we need that person to to be able to see us for who we are if we can't quite see it ourselves. And so I guess what you're saying is that the work that you do is about helping people to like almost reflecting a mirror back at them so they can see it more clearly. So much, so much yeah. holding that mirror so people can see it themselves. And and also really teaching people or helping them to remember, because I'm not teaching anything like you yeah. in yourself, but helping you to remember that you have multiple intelligences. And so I work with something called MBIPS, a multiple brain integration technique. So I work with the five intelligences that you have. And then I work with the elements, both in terms of you know, that, because we are made of elements, right? We're literally made of that, you know, minerals and, and water and fire and, and that kind of thing. Then also working with the, the masculine, the feminine, the static and the dynamic. And for me, that big turning point of really recognising that the masculine is in service of the feminine. And what I see so often is people just taking action, right? Like immediately going into that masculine place of do, rather than really like allowing yourself to drop into what do I want? Not what, what does this other person on Instagram want? What does my coach tell me I should want? What do my parents want? What are, you know, all of those kind of things that like, actually connecting with your desire so many women have had their desire squashed and have therefore lost that connection to desire because what almost happens is i want it but and so before the whatever it is even comes out there's a but there and so when we can tap really truly into what is your desire what is your heart's desire what is your want and then act in service of that then everything changes and so I said you know I don't know what I want right now I want to be here and for me that's like wow slowing right down to actually be in gratitude to allow life to surprise and delight me is a real shift in I'm going to manifest this and I'm going to manifest this and you know it's just a different phase of my life I don't think it'll be forever I think there'll be points where I'm like right now I want something very specific but at this moment, it's ta- it's a it's very much around feeling states rather than physical things. Mm. Yeah, for anybody that's going through change in their their life, and maybe they have hit that that moment in their life where actually most for the most part things feel quite quite balanced, quite harmonious. Is there always something we can learn, something we can do? Or do you believe that it's in that moment that's almost like the karmic beauty? That's a realisation of I've, I've reached this point of my life that is freedom. There's two things. I have a post-it note on my desk that says it's safe for me to be comfortable. Mm. Because, um, it wasn't for such a long time. And there's a real... There's, something really important about anchoring in that it's safe for me to be comfortable you know we have a whole coaching industry that says do not live in your comfort zone 
And for those of us that have never lived in our comfort zone, actually, that's just not true. That's re-traumatizing and it's not allowing us to drop fully into the experience, which is it's safe to be comfortable. It's okay to be comfortable from time to time. And then one of my pillars of practice is acknowledgement. And we, it's, um, it's pillar six and it's a feminine energy of being acknowledged, of being witnessed, of being seen. And that moves then into appreciation and gratitude. And then from that place, a new desire can be born. We have a, a we have a kind of a moment of pause, which I call ad, ad infinitum, and then a new like desire or a new layer of the onion or a new something will come through. Now, if we don't acknowledge the lessons or the movement or the shift or the alchemy that's taken place, then we can't close that loop and something new can't come. And so we will just keep doing the same pattern or the same lesson or the same thing over and over again. And so if I go back to this call that I had this morning with this guy, it was just such a beautiful moment of acknowledgement for both of us. I have no, you know, I love the universe. What an incredible thing it did where it just went, hey, you two meet in this Zoom room for an hour and acknowledge each other. <laughs> we both like, okay, sure, I've got the memo. It was such a weird but beautiful experience. And I love that because I, we were both able to land in the acknowledgement of the processes that we've been through, the work that we've been through. And it's only from that place that a new desire, a new mission, a new motivation can appear. A new living transmission. It's like it is, it's that moving piece. And I think it's a slight revelation there for me as well, in a sense that for my life, I, I could resonate with what you were saying about, you know, building up to this thing and then the tower, you know, and for those that have the tarot, the tower is always. <laughs> but what I've really found was instead of maybe like the power of manifestation. So, you know, these are the things that I want was when I looked around the other side, the bit that some people don't kind of they don't go around the corner in the back. Do they? They're, they're all about like forward movement. Mm. But for me, and this is just my personal thing, but when I kind of stepped around the, the, the side and through losses, through the tower crumbling down, I still had things that I had to to say goodbye to, to let go of. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that was shame. Some of that was was real guilt. Some of that was material stuff as well. And I say stuff. I mean, it wasn't just stuff. It was quite significant material things. But what it did was it it created this big space. And for those that aren't conscious or aren't aware, they would go, oh, I need this. I'm just, you know, it's like going into the old Woolworths, isn't it? Pick a mix. Let's just have some of this and that and this and that. Yeah. But being more aware, and obviously my journey is still ongoing. And I don't think it ever will really end, but not until the day I end. But it's... It's learning to let go, anchoring into trust, and then allowing that space, but intentionally filling it consciously with things that I want want to to feel myself feeling fulfilled with, you know. So it's it's about conscious creation. But if you don't have that space, you can't just keep putting layers on. Because that's that was almost as bad as what I was originally, which was wearing this big 
fucking mask because I didn't want people to see the real me or because I felt that the real me, you know, I mean, I'd wear high heels and go in and do all of this like masculine stuff. The real me was very spiritual and I didn't really want to wear high heels. I didn't care what I wore, but it wasn't about um, ego or vanity. And that's one of my biggest lessons to have learned was vanity, the lesson of vanity. I really hear you. And for me, there's a piece there about perform- being performative. And um, what um, this last piece for me, and when I say last, I mean the most recent, not the final, because again, I don't know that we're ever done, right? Mm. Um, but there is a piece here for me around where am I still being performative and what is behind that performance? and if that performance wasn't there, what would there be instead? And for me, the spaciousness is two things. You know, I've had a lot of clients in my life who fill space instantly with noise because the quiet bring allows for too many things they don't want to hear or too much stuff to come in that they're not willing to look at, which is a little bit, I think, of what you were talking to. And for me, so we, we talked a little bit about this when we met. I recently got a, a diagnosis of neurodivergence and a part of that was so both ADHD and autism. And the my experience, and I can only ever speak from my experience, is that ADHD and the nature of ADHD energy is much more acceptable in our society. Like go, 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 right, and then zone out, break down, keep going, go, go. That's much more accepted than the energy of autism. And my autism and the way that that shows up is very comfortable alone in the quiet, doing nothing. But I had stories about how that upsets other people and how that's rude and how it's cold and how it's, you know, all of those kind of things. So being in the quiet, sometimes I'm suddenly like, oh, what have I missed? I think I probably hurt someone. How have I hurt someone? Like completely unaware and giving myself time again and space at time again not to constantly be in search of something or doing or zoned out but actually just being in the quiet mm. has been such a gift mm. and it is that search of something as well you know it's it's but we're all here to learn our own independent lessons my biggest one that I'm just going through right now is is being okay with being on my own and not having to have a, a, a anything apart from self. So it is about self-love and ownership, um, which is something that through relationships throughout all my life, I've gone one to the next, one to the next, one to the next. And so that's that's the biggest lesson for me is to to, to discover that connection to myself without the need of anything but myself and it's a big lesson to learn isn't it it's huge your mind's kind of in in verse right like mine is so I've spent a lot of time in my life single and relationships feel like a trap Mm. (laughs) and it's one of the things I've really worked on and this morning I feel like I finally had a breakthrough of like oh I could be me and have enough space and be in relationship there there will be or there is or it's possible for somebody else not only to put up with that 
but mm. to actually enjoy it for it to be a perfect match for them mm. and I feel like we you know I say this you know the, the world is a reflection the outer world is a reflection of our inner world but it's it's really well to say it <laughs> and there are moments of experiencing <laughs> it right where you're like oh you mean I actually have to change the story or the assumption or the belief that I didn't even realize was running in order to experience something different yeah yeah we actually have to do something but again this is the the, the opposite isn't it of, of, of just being and I think through the doing is the lessons is the you know it's the art it's the masterpiece it's like we can create our own masterpiece like we all have a blank canvas to start from what are we going to paint like what does our world look like and you're right it's it's what we our individual edge right like you and I have just shared that there's you know we have huge commonality in terms of values in terms of language in terms of understanding and yet the thing that constitutes aligned and inspired action for you will be completely different than for me yeah and that is the piece which I wish more business coaches, more programs, more containers, more spaces really honoured and, and put at this and, and put right at the heart and the centre of what they're doing. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, when when I'm working with people, I always say, look, what's good for you and what's good for your clients? Like everything is is that starting with you. If you don't like creating like half a dozen posts. And you don't like launching in the old, like I, I don't even want to say like old methods, but it's it's like we don't need to box ourselves in. We we all have our unique areas in which we just fucking love doing it. That's why we do it. So do that, you know. And to come back to my kind of hone in on my message, right? If you don't know yourself, then you can't trust yourself. Then you can't be yourself. And yeah. that first piece of people wanting to know what to do without trying a bunch of stuff is the bit where, for me, playfulness and challenging and cheerleading them and being helping them be more messy comes in because yeah. you will only find alignment through getting it wrong. You will only yeah. find out who you are through tasting things you don't like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've just got chills. Because it's so true. And, you know, we, we all have our own unique stories, but the past does not define where we are or who we are becoming. And that's what I love about this is we all have that ability to say, do you know what? Now's the time to find me. And I couldn't think of anybody better to have to help guide and support you than somebody who has been there had their own experiences, work with many people, is a master coach, you know, works with Heartbit, which is all about all the different elements of of inner soul, outer soul, and 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 everything in between, quite frankly, Ebony, you're you're your own work of art. You you are your own masterpiece. And frankly, that is a beautiful thing to see. So I just have one thing to ask. I think this is probably be where we finish today's show but I've seen a lot of it this last month online and the economic you know state however you view it whether it's through the media or your own personal beliefs and values but a lot of people do they they feel that their worth is based on their you know their material wealth or their value is based on what they charge 
And this has been, let's say, bothering me a little bit because I, I know that I know that your answer, but I just would you share a little bit more into that? Because that's how you started today's show. And I just think it's such an important message that people need to hear right now. I feel like you're asking, you're after a particular answer. And I don't know if I'm going to give it, but if I don't <laughs> say the right thing, then tell me. <laughs> for me, like you get to shift and change your prices. You get to shift and change uh, how you show up. One of my favorite things about really accepting my nature as a manifesting generator and that each piece is art and that I do not repeat things is that I get to set the prices and I get to shift and change. And for a long time, that felt like it was going back on my word or that a client who paid more would be more would be upset or I could think of all these reasons why it wasn't okay ever to reduce my prices or discount my prices or change my prices and I've been on a whole journey with that and where I'm at now is you get to choose that what feels like it is in alignment with the offer that you're making at this precise moment and know that you will call in the exact right people for that at that time and so I now shift and change my prices quite regularly I not in terms of the main offers but when I'm putting things out it's not a like oh who am I competing against is this market value does this it doesn't reflect my worth my worth remains the same regardless of how much I'm charging what I can tune into is what feels good and like a fair energy exchange in this particular moment yeah. So how would you value your worth? My worth has absolutely nothing to do with money. And it also, you know, the two things I've actually really separated for me because it was tied up in two different places. Mm-hmm. I, my worth and how much was in my bank account or how much I was charging and my worth and the amount, uh, the number on the scale or the number in my clothes I allowed them to determine how I felt about myself for a really long time. And they are completely unrelated things. They're not causal, right? Like I don't, my, I have made a lot of money and felt shitty about myself. I have made no money and felt really good about myself. I've made loads of money and felt really good about myself, but they're not directly related. They're not causal. And so my value is actually connected to how in alignment how satisfied I feel how uh true to my essence I am being and when I can wake up in the morning and really drop into am I sharing my full self-expression in a way that feels true with the amount of energy I have with where I'm at right now balancing my personal, my professional, my insides, my outsides, like all of that stuff in the right ratios rather than in a, in a single point of balance. That's what really matters. And that's the kind of measure that I use these days. And perfectly, just perfectly said in every single way. So you didn't have to worry about delivering that <laughs> answer because it was just like, wow. <laughs> And so listeners, you know, this is what I mean with Ebony. She's the real, the raw, the, you know, everything in between. And this is why I absolutely genuinely love her and will always, I, I think you and I will we'll end up working together for a long time and long may that continue in every way. So um, listeners, I know that there'll be some of you listening right now that will want to reach out to Ebony. I will make sure that all the links to her podcast show, 
her both her her websites even your facebook you have a community don't you that you use don't you with the um hide is it the journals <laughs> I do a community call once a month so I don't have a group online at the moment at all but I have a community call once a month first Tuesday of the month 8 p.m uk time um, is that free for everybody or is it to do with the yeah lovely everybody if you're in my world if you follow me somewhere and the Instagram links as well and any Facebook and anything basically <laughs> There's no hiding, Ebony. We'll find you. (laughs) I mean, that's what happens when you have an unusual name. People will find you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that as well. Um, Nowhere to hide and everywhere to go. You are everything and you are nothing all as one. So thank you for your time and your patience today. It's lovely. So lovely to to see you and share you on the, the Aligned Way podcast show. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm really, really excited about all the other things we get to do next time we'll see each other and it's going to be amazing as amazing as the last time (laughs) see you soon ebony thank you for listening to the aligned way with me kelly vikings i hope you've loved laughed and are ready to step into your fun fire don't forget to follow me on socials to claim your goodies visit kellyvikings.com and i hope you're feeling positively inspired today to live love life and to grow your business the aligned way. Have a gorgeous day.